Hey, what's happening, everyone? It's your boy Kyle, and we are back with another episode of the Life Well Live podcast. Super excited to be back with you guys today. In today's podcast, we're going to be talking about micro habits. What are micro habits, or what is a micro habit? Well, micro habits are things that we can do daily. Things that we can add into our life that don't seem to be major issues on a day to day basis, that don't add a lot of time or don't add a lot of effort to our lives, but can make a massive impact long term into our health and well being, into our mindset, into who we are and what we do on a daily basis. So, micro habits are an exciting thing to talk about an exciting thing to add into your life. And what we're going to be doing is breaking up today's micro habits into two different categories. One, body focused micro habits, and the other are mind focused micro habits. And then even breaking them down even further into what we can do on a daily basis and then what we can do at specific times during the day. So like morning, day versus evening for those micro habits. And those micro habits and these daily activities will be able to be implemented in your life for a better life. So we're going to give you lots of examples of micro habits and daily activities that you can do. It will be up to you at that point to add all of them or to add a few of them. But let me uh, rest assure you because there is going to be a lot. We're going to give you a lot of different examples. The micro habits that you're going to be able to utilize um, are going to be the most simplest forms. We're starting at the basic level and the way they're going to be set up is if you can do more than the basic level, great, but they're designed at the most basic level so that you can then get the results you're looking for with minimal effort and not minimal effort in a lazy way, but we want to start off slow. For example, uh, if someone's looking to start a fitness regimen, I'm not going to have them start running a 10 K every single day. We got to start small. And if you can do a little bit after that small portion, even better, but we got to start at least small and master that on a daily basis before we add more. So I'm super excited to be going over micro habits and daily activity with you guys today, giving you lots of different examples. So turn it up in those headphones, turn it up in the car and get ready for the Life Well Lived podcast. Hi guys, I'm Kyle Kirby, an entrepreneur, speaker, and friend, and welcome to Life Well Lived, a podcast designed to give you the ins and outs, the goods, and what you need to scale your life to the next level. Welcome to the Life Well Lived podcast. We start off the podcast just last week, in the last couple of weeks, uh, with a brand new section where I talk a little bit about what is going on in my life. Just a little bit more of a fun section that isn't on personal development, fitness, nutrition, but where I talk a little bit about the things that are going on with myself, things that are going on with my family, things that are going on in the world that maybe I just find interesting. So to give you guys a little bit of an update on what is going on in my life. So if you've been following the podcast, you know my wife and I are moving to the Baraboo, Wisconsin area, and uh, we're opening up a brand new nutrition club there, Third Street Nutrition. Well, we have nailed down a grand opening date for Third Street Nutrition. It is going to be June 28th, hopefully June 28th, where we're shooting for that 100%, and and you guys can keep us in your thoughts and prayers that uh, that stays on track. We don't foresee anything to go weird or to go wrong with that, but we wanna make sure that uh, we're working our butts off to get Third Street Nutrition to Baraboo, Wisconsin on June 28th. So super excited about that. In that process, we've been looking for a, a new house in the Baraboo, Wisconsin area. And my wife and I are very excited to announce that we did indeed find a brand new house and literally not just new to us, but a brand new house in general. So the house we ended up finding in Baraboo, we will be the first ones to live in it. Uh, there's still like dirt and everything in the yards. Super excited to be checking that out. And uh, as far 
as I know, the builders are going to be planting uh, grass, but then it's going to be our job to water it and make sure the grass grows. Um, in addition, the basement is still unfinished, so we're very excited to be uh, finishing that basement here uh, right as we move in. Maybe not right as we move in, but we'll get rocking and rolling with it. Um, but it's a beautiful house. I think it's a three-bedroom, two-bath. Uh, we're going to build a, a fun dog kennel um, and probably put a fence in the backyard so uh, that our dog Indy has a place to run around and have fun. But super excited to be moving to the Baraboo, Wisconsin area. So uh, for any of you listening, if you're in the Wisconsin Dells, Baraboo, Wisconsin area, uh, after June 28th, come visit Beth and I at Third Street Nutrition um, and uh, maybe even come check out our house over in Baraboo as well as we're super excited and God's been really good in that process uh, to help us find a house uh, easily. Uh, right now, we're kind of in that transition as we're closing on our, our first house, uh, that the one that we're selling here in River Falls this week, um, but then we're moving on and uh, buying the new house. So there's going to be about a week where I live in my apartment in Black River, uh, where we're going to have the pets, the fish. Um, Beth and I will be living in that apartment in Black River. But then after that, we're super excited to to continue on the process, go over to Baraboo and uh, start living our lives in that area, start loving on the community there and really uh, being part of Baraboo while simultaneously still being involved in the Black River Falls area, still being involved in the Prescott area, still being involved in other communities that we have a heart and passion for. So super excited about that. And uh, that's kind of what's been going on with our whole moving process. So you guys can keep us in your thoughts and prayers about that, that uh, our house in River Falls closes well, that nothing goes wrong in the closing of the new house, and it can all be a smooth transition. And big shout out to our, our two realtors that uh, helped us out uh, to sell our house and to buy our new house. It's been a wonderful process there as well. So Besides that, uh, other things that I've done recently, got to hang out with my uh, new baby niece, Scarlett, this last weekend. Super excited to be with her. So um, I just because of distance, I've only been able to be with her at her birth um, about a month after she was born and then now. So really only three significant times I've been able to hang out with her. She's four months old uh, right now. So I uh, wish it was a little bit more, but hey, life happens. You got to gotta be with family when you can be. But man, I tell you what, she is one heck of a butterball. Like she's four months old. And I think she's a little over like 16 pounds already. So she, she's quite a chunk. If you follow me on Instagram and Facebook, I posted some photos there of us hanging out yesterday. But man, I tell you what, my bucket was filled. My heart was filled as I got to hang out with her all day on uh, Sunday uh, this last week. So that was really fun to be able to just hang out with her and love on her. And and, and she's such a fun little child. She's very straight faced, but you, you can get her giggling every once in a while. So uh, super excited to be able to hang out with her. And, and now she is the reason Beth and I are an aunt and uncle. Uh, she's the first aunt or she's the first baby born in my family, um, but also uh, Beth's family out of her direct siblings. So super excited to be first time aunts and uncles for about four months now and just love on that little girl. So um, if you guys want to keep Scarlett in your thoughts and prayers is all nothing, nothing wrong with her. She's just um, growing up. So we, we pray that she just keeps growing and, and uh, becoming a great little child. So I'm excited to hang out with her and, and just like, I'll be honest, I'm going to totally spoil her as an uncle. 100% going to spoil her as much as possible. Like you guys know me, I try to be healthy as much as possible. But I remember when I was a kid, one of the special things my uncle, my uncle Russell did for us was one day he stole away Emily and I, uh, my younger sister Emily and I, and took us to Dairy Queen, got us like the largest blizzards you could get. And uh, so I'm super excited. And I remember that that was such a special memory for Beth and I, uh, or I'm sorry, for Emily and I, um, I don't know if Emily remembers, but I definitely do because you know stuff like that um, didn't happen very often. We didn't ever get to go to Dairy Queen and get our own large blizzard. So for him to steal us away, um, probably my parents weren't very happy because we we're all hyped up on sugar. But uh, I've always wanted to do that for my uh, nephews or nieces one day. So I'm really excited at one point, you know, when Scarlett's five, six, seven, I don't know, something like that to steal her away. And we'll go have some, uh, uncle and Scarlett time as we go and uh, get her a, a large blizzard. That'll be super fun. So, um, with that guys, that's kind of been what's going on in my life between the moving and the selling and the hanging out with my baby niece. So, uh, we'll wrap up this section of the life well lived podcast and, uh, super excited to just share with you guys in the future, all the stuff I've got going on and, and what's been on my mind. So, thanks for hanging out with me here.
I probably should have shared this in the last section, but I'm also super excited. I don't know if you guys can tell, I definitely can, but um, I just bought, you know, I was thinking I'm, what are we, 20, 21 episodes, 22 episodes into the Life Well Live podcast episode already, and I'm super excited that I actually finally bought good podcasting equipment. So um, up to this point, I had just been uh, recording on like my iPhone, I had been doing the best audio recording there, and I just got to this point, you know, I, I felt, okay, I've been serious enough about this podcast, right? I've proven to myself that this isn't just a little short time thing. I'm going to take this seriously and do my best with this podcast, really reach out to as many people as I can. I need to then go get some new equipment to be talking to people with. So um, I bought some brand new headphones. I brought bought some uh, a brand new mic and uh, playing around with mixing up the audio a little bit so that it comes out crystal clear, as clear as possible. Um, so I'm very excited about that. So hopefully you guys can hear wherever you're listening, whether it's in the car, your headphones or whatever. Hopefully it sounds a little different. Maybe go back and compare it to uh, some other things. If it doesn't sound different, uh, y'all should message me. Someone send me an Instagram or Facebook message. Send me a text if you're friends with me and uh, let me know if uh, uh, this sounds exactly the same because ooh, I invested uh, a good amount of money so I want to make sure that <laughs> I want to make sure that it pays off in, in the audio quality but uh, I'll tell you what it is a little bit weird um, I didn't know this about uh, recording a podcast but anytime I've ever watched someone record a podcast they're always wearing headphones and and my thought was I always thought you recorded uh, using headphones so that you could like hear the other people because I know you do that at like concerts you know mu musicians will do that and, um, but one of the things they talked about is even when you're recording, that is true, right? So you want to be able to hear the other people exactly how they sound. But the other part is that you use headphones with your microphone so that you can hear the best quality yourself. Like you can hear how the podcast is coming out. So for me, I think one of my big issues is I talk really, really fast, right? Sometimes, uh, I don't know if you guys have noticed that, but I'll listen to my own podcast at one and a half speed and I'm like, Ooh, Kirby, you got to slow down a little bit. So hopefully this microphone will help me in that um, in help me, helping me hear myself slow down, say things in a more simple way um, and, and hearing what you guys hear as best as possible. But I'll tell you, it's a little bit weird because while I'm wearing the headphones, like literally while I'm recording now, the mic's to the right of me, I've got the headphones on, I can hear myself talking. And that's a weird feeling to hear yourself talking and still be recording the podcast. Now, what they'll say in all the like the forums I've been a part of, they say, ah, you get really used to it very quickly. Like you'll get used to hearing yourself. Um, but it is a little bit of a funky sound to to hear yourself on a podcast. But um, oh, well, we'll we'll get right into it. So with the new brand new podcast and equipment with the new headphones with the new mic, let's jump into micro habits. And let's jump into why we need micro habits in our lives, why we can add micro habits into our lives to create a better life for yourself. So here was the mindset behind creating micro habits was I started thinking to myself, well, here, here's what it was. As I've created the, the curriculum, as I've created what I want to design the Life Will Live podcast to be about, um, I try to get feedback from those that I know that listen to the podcast that are close to me. And uh, I was talking to my brother-in-law, who I was very happy to hear, started listening to the podcast. And he started, uh, he, he was like, hey, great podcast, really appreciated it. He was like, I loved the one with like, because uh, obviously it's his sister. He's like, I loved the one with you and Beth. That was fantastic. Um, but he had, he had mentioned that one of the last podcast that I had done totally lost him. He's like, yeah, it was okay, but you totally lost me. I didn't, I didn't get what was going on. And so that got me thinking, I want to make sure that I am speaking at a point that becomes very clear. Like I want to have an equal entrance point for you as listeners. And, and what are things that everybody can do? And that's where the idea of let's, let's do a podcast on micro habits came in because the way we're gonna be talking about micro habits today are easy things. Like, you will listen to this podcast and be like, really, that's it? Well, duh, I should do that. Like, that, that sounds too simple. Like, that's all you want me to do? I can do way more than that, which is good. And if you can do way more than I'm gonna suggest, great. And we're gonna talk about that too, how you can increase some of these micro habits and make them work for you. But I am talking about micro habits. I'm talking about the easy things that you can add into your life that don't even seem like you're adding them into your life, that are so simple, they take a little effort to start, of course, everything does, but that they're so simple that you can just start doing them and you won't have an issue continue doing them, okay? So like, I hope that makes sense. So they're gonna be small little daily things, some that you can do during the day, some in the morning, some at night, 
that are daily easy things that you can add into your life that shouldn't feel like you're doing a lot of work. But when you do a bunch of them together and they compound consistently over time, they're gonna create massive results for you and truly change your life, which is really sweet. So here is what I wanna start with, talking about micro habits. Some of these you're gonna hear and you're gonna be like, uh, duh, I already do that, right? But here's the truth, just because something is common sense does not make it common practice. And what I find working with mass amounts of people, I find this in coaching a lot, what might make perfect sense to one person and might just make perfect sense in general doesn't mean people are practicing it or doing it on a daily basis. You might think to yourself, well, of course that makes sense, that's easy, but do you do it? And that's where you need to check yourself and really realize, am I doing the important things I need to do in order to get the results that these micro habits produce? And that's where it's gonna make the biggest difference for you is when you do those things consistently over time. So just because something is common sense does not make it common practice. These are gonna sound easy, they're meant to sound easy. So continue doing them, continue practicing them, and you, uh, you will see really good results. results. And the other thing I wanna start off with is saying that there's no magic pill, but there are magic processes. Everybody wants the magic pill in life. I get this as a health coach all the time. Everybody wants one of my products that's gonna make them lose 30 pounds in 30 days and burp, 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 burp. No, that, that doesn't exist. But instead, you can do daily processes, create daily habits, do daily activity that does allow you to create what seems like magic results, even though it really didn't take that much effort. And when you do them consistently in a year, two years, three years, five years, 10 years down the row, it's, gonna, it's going to seem such common practice to you. It's going to be such a normal everyday part of your life. You're going to forget at one point it actually took you a little bit effort to get going with it. So we're going to jump into micro habits. We're going to jump into daily activity. Some of the things are um, I'm putting into the category of daily activity because you might not necessarily do them every single day, but they're good, easy things to add into your life that really will make a massive difference. So with that pre, uh, I'll say this, with those prerequisites out of the way, now that we're clear on what micro habits are, what they're all about, and why we add them to their life, let's get into it exactly what these micro habits are. We're going to start off with the body. We're going to start off with morning habits, daily habits, and then evening habits. And then we're going to go into the mind, morning, daily, and evening habits for the mind, so that the mind and body are working together to give you the maximum results to completely change your life. And let me tell you guys this. We're gonna get into the list. It's gonna be a lot of items. Don't necessarily overwhelm yourself. You don't need to do all the items. I, I honestly probably have 40, 50 things on here. I don't know, I haven't counted them, but there's a lot of items on here. You don't need to do every single one. Take away the ones that seem to make the most sense to you, that will make the most impact for you, and whatever you remember after listening to the podcast, and just start adding those in. You don't need to do them all. If you could, great. If you're gonna take notes, start doing them all, great. They're gonna change your life. But Focus on the ones that stand out to you the most and just start adding them into your life. And here's the cool thing, guys. I guarantee you, you start doing these for just 30 days in a row, you'll start seeing massive changes in your life. You'll start seeing massive difference in what you do on a day-to-day -day basis. Not only in the way you think, not only in the way you feel, not only in the way you look, but in all aspects of your life. And that's why we're gonna go over body and mind because when we put those two things together, it can create radical change for who you are and what you do. So let's jump in to the micro habits and daily activities to change your life. Okay, so let's go ahead and start with the body, start with the physical for these micro habits, things you can do on a daily basis to improve your life. We're gonna start with the morning section. One of my favorite recommendations to do is to recommend to drink at least 16 ounces of water right away in the morning. Scientists have found, studies have shown that drinking at least 16 ounces of water right away in the morning improved your metabolism. But here's what it does. Think about this. If you went eight hours during the day without drinking, you'd be pretty thirsty. The nighttime is no different. So when you wake up in the morning and start drinking 16 ounces of water right away, you guys have heard me mention that in this podcast before, you are not only hydrating your body, 
you're getting your your main organs and functions and systems moving and going but you are creating a process where you start your day off with something good okay so not only is it going to help boost your metabolism it's going to help start your digestive processes it's going to help hydrate you but drinking at least 16 ounces of water right away in the morning is going to start your day off on the right foot which is very exciting so that is going to be micro habit one it's a simple thing you can do right away as you wake up in the morning go to the sink pour yourself 16 ounces of water and drink it set up a 16 ounce water bottle in the bathroom you know you're gonna go bathroom right away go to the bathroom drink that water but this will be the first example we give of a micro habit that can create massive results if you do it consistently over time so micro habit number two is to floss your teeth now this is something that can be done in the morning and at night uh, i recommend both but a simple process of flossing your teeth every morning every night will create amazing hygiene habits now again you might be saying to me right now well kyle i i already floss my teeth every morning and every night <laughs> well good you know but again common sense is not necessarily common practice so making sure you floss your teeth in the morning floss your teeth at night will create great habits it's not a lot it will take, what, an extra minute or two of your day in the morning and a minute or two of your day at night, but you all of a sudden will create much better habits, much better dental hygiene, which will create a great rest of your day. Next up, and this might take a little bit extra effort, but I recommend starting a stretching routine in the morning. And it can be as simple as just waking up, grabbing your 16 ounces of water, and doing 10 reps of toe touches, just bending over, hinging at the hip and touching your toes, stretching your hamstrings, stretching your booty, stretching your back. Simple morning stretches can do a world of a difference. Now, again, I'm talking about the basics here. You don't need to do an entire yoga or Pilates routine or do a bunch of physical exercise for 30 minutes in the morning. Mm -mm, that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is simply waking up and stretching your hamstrings for the day, stretching your back, touching your toes 10 times to get your body moving. Now, if you can do more than that, if you can do a whole yoga routine, if you can do a whole stretching routine, even better, but we're starting off at the basics. Simply wake up in the morning, 10 toe touches, you will feel amazing, as long as you do it consistently every single day. Now, as we go throughout the day, here's some other activities, here's some other ideas that you can work on in order to get your body moving and work on your physical body throughout the day. I recommend walking for at least 20 minutes outside. Not only are you going to get the sunshine, but many of us have very sedentary lifestyles. Many of us don't move a lot during the day. So simply getting outside, I would recommend taking a spouse or taking the kids or taking the pets, maybe a dog walking outside in the sunshine for at least 20 minutes can make all the difference in the world not only will it change the mood it will help burn some extra calories get more movement in get some vitamin d you'll feel better as, as you get your uh th those hormones get get moving you you I'm, I'm blanking on the hormone name right now but um whenever you exercise it's not serotonin uh, I'm blanking on it. That's okay. You, you guys are saying it in the car right now. I know that. But when you can get outside moving, walking for at least 20 minutes or outside, every single day that can make all the difference in the world. You know, if you have a treadmill at the gym or at home, even simply walking in the treadmill for 20 minutes. Now, obviously you miss the fresh air and you miss the sunshine, but if it's a rainy day and you want to jump on the treadmill, great. 20 minutes. Now, if you can do more, if you can take a 30 minute walk, 40 minute walk, hour walk every day, even better, but start with 20 minutes. Start taking the stairs more often. If you can take the stairs, do it. Instead of taking the elevator or instead of taking the escalator, learn to take the stairs. If uh, your house is like mine, I've got a bathroom upstairs and a bathroom downstairs. I try to use the downstairs bathroom as often as possible. It might seem small, but walking down the stairs and walking up the stairs gives me that much more movement, that much more activity throughout the day. Next up is to park farther away when you are uh, out shopping, right? By simply parking farther away, you get a few extra steps in the day. So instead of trying to find the closest parking spot, instead of trying to find the best parking spot, park in the very back of the parking lot. It really will only add about 30 to 45 seconds to your day there and back. So maybe an extra minute to a minute and a half. 
But it's the little things, those micro habits that if you can get into the habit of every time you go to the grocery store parking in the very, very back, you're going to be able to get that many more steps in, that much more movement in, that many more calories burned, and you're going to be living a much better life doing it. Start off by doing one push-up. Now again, this might sound very small, but it can make all the difference in the world. If you can't do one push-up, learn to do one push-up. Start doing one push-up a day. If you can do one, well then do two. Feel free to do three. Feel free to do four. Don't overtire yourself. You're not trying to go to failure every single day, but simply learn to do a push-up. And then make it two push-ups. Make it three push-ups. It shouldn't take you long, a couple minutes, but if you can start getting into the habit of building your strength up, building that upper body strength, guy or girl, starting with one push-up a day can make all the difference. Now, you might be asking, Kyle, but I guess I'm confused. These seem like super simple things. Yeah, they are. Just wake up in the morning, do some stretches, and then do a push-up. Do one push-up, and then if that was too easy, feel free to do a second one. Feel free to do a third one. Feel free to do 10, 15, 20, however many you can do. But start building that upper body strength with one push-up. There's a lot of people I know, and, 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 and this is okay, but there's a lot of people I know that want to go to the gym, want to get these crazy intense workouts in, and they can't string together three, four, five push-ups in a row. Start building your strength simply by doing a push-up. Learn to do it the right way with, with your elbows at 45 degrees. Get down, chest to the ground, good form, tighten that body, do one good push-up every single day. If you can get in the habit before you know it, you might be able to string together five push-ups, 10 push-ups, 20 push-ups, 25, 30, 40, 50 push-ups, 100 push-ups. But you got to start with one push-up every single day. Eat one vegetable today. Again, we're starting simple. Pick one of your meals and add one veggie. And let me challenge you, I would say add one more veggie than you normally add to your routine. So if you normally eat veggies every day at dinner, add an extra serving or add a veggie at lunchtime. Start getting more of that fresh fiber, that fresh vegetables inside your system. Eat one less processed thing every single day. This might again sound simple, but go throughout your day and if you would normally reach for a processed snack, a processed bar, a processed whatever it may be, just don't. One time per day, simply don't reach for that processed thing. And instead, choose either not to eat anything or to find something that's a whole food, a veggie, a fruit, some lean meat. Eat one less processed thing every single day. Drink one less soda or energy drink every single day. Again, we're starting small, but it can make all the difference in the world. If you're normally drinking one, we'll cut it down to zero. But if you're someone who's normally drinking four or five, I'm not telling you to go cold turkey. Simply drink one less soda or one less energy drink than you normally would do. Just one. If you know you drink one at a certain time every single day, just cut out that one. Start with the daily practice of cutting out one thing and it can make all the difference. Start tracking your protein. I'm not telling you to count your calories. I'm not telling you to track all of your macronutrients to use MyFitnessPal. Those things are great, and I do recommend those things, but again, we're starting small. Start tracking your protein. Simply track how much protein you're getting every single day. And if you girls are getting less than 90 to 100, and you guys are getting less than 150, then we might want to relook at what we're doing. Start tracking your protein so you can become aware of the lean things you're getting, the, the good, healthy protein you're getting on a daily basis. And vice versa, if you're a female and, I don't know, you seem to be eating 250, or if you're a guy that's eating 400 grams of protein a day, that might be time of an awareness to be, whew, that might be a little bit too much. Start washing your hands more. Start washing your hands at random times. Of course, you're going to wash your hands before or after you go to the bathroom. Okay, that makes sense. Wash your hands after the bathroom. That, that, that's a good habit. But maybe wash your hands when you normally wouldn't. Simply go up to the sink, wash your hands. We're increasing our hygiene. We're increasing the way we feel about ourselves and how we feel. Might seem small. Well, how, how is washing my hands going to change my life? By adding in one more hand washing every single day, you're teaching your body, you're teaching your mind that you're taking care of yourself, that you are loving on yourself. So start washing your hands more randomly. Start reading the nutrition labels of one food per day. 
I'm not saying you need to read the nutrition labels of all things. Like I said, I don't need you tracking your calories right now or at all. Start reading the nutritional label of one thing. Simply one thing you eat, flip it over, and read the serving size. Read how much protein, fats, and carbs are in things. Read how much calories is in that food. Simply do one per day to start building the habit of that item. And let's move into the evening times for the physical, the evening times for the body. I recommend setting a cutoff time for eating. We don't need to be tracking our calories, doing all the stuff. Simply stop eating at a certain time during the night. Let's say it's 7 p.m., 8 p.m. Once that time hits, let's say it's 8 p.m. Once 8 p.m. hits, stop eating. Only drink water for the rest of the night. Don't consume anything with calories. This small daily micro habit can make all the difference in the world because you might find out you're a type of person that tends to binge eat at night or eat unhealthy foods only at nighttime. Even though the rest of your day was perfect, you start eating bad foods at nighttime. So set a cutoff time of 8 p.m. and don't eat anything after that time. It can make all the difference. Go to bed one hour earlier than normal. But Kyle, I like to watch Netflix. But Kyle, I like to be on my phone. But Kyle, I got, whatever it is, I, I don't care. If you really start, start, want to start changing your life, whenever you normally go to bed, for me, that's usually about 11 p.m., I'm going to start going to bed at 10 p.m. I'm going to design my night so that I can start going to bed at 10 p.m. And that can make all the difference in the world. In addition to that, start turning off your electronics one hour before, uh, one hour before bed. Don't be on the phone. Don't be on the video games. Don't be on TikTok. Don't watch TV. Don't watch Netflix one hour before bed. Simply turn off all electronics one hour before bed. And you'll be able to sleep better you'll be able to get that one hour earlier. So let's say you normally, like me, go to bed at 11. I'm gonna start turning off my electronics at nine and then actually go to bed at 10 p.m. and start getting good quality sleep. A lot of people complain about their energy. They complain about what they, how they feel. Simply get more sleep, drink more water, and get more sleep. And then my last recommendation for the physical to go in the evening, because it usually happens more in the evening, is to have one less alcoholic drink than you normally would. Just one. If you normally have a couple beers a night, drop it down to one. If you usually have a couple glasses of wine during the drink during the week, drop it down to one. Not major changes, just simply cut out one alcoholic drink than you normally would do and watch your body, watch your habits, watch you change drastically over the next seven days, 14 days, 30 days, three months, six months, year. It can make all the difference in the world. All right, so let's go ahead and move into the fun part, at least fun part to me, because I think this is where everything starts. It is the mind, okay? We have to get our mind right. For things to change, your mind has to change. For things to get better, you have to get better. Your mind has to get better, right? Jim Rohn tells us that. I added in the mind part because I think everything starts with the mind. And I think that's such an important thing to go over. You guys hear me talk about all the time, the same way I'm gonna use weights to train my muscles, I have to use personal development to train my mind. So these are gonna be some daily habits we can do to help increase the muscle of our mind that we can increase to become mentally stronger, mentally better, become a high performer when it comes to our mental habits. How, how cool would that be? to say, I am a high performer when it comes to mental habits. Well, it starts with small habits that we do consistently over time that will grow into bigger mental habits. So let's go ahead and jump right into it. So in order to strengthen the mind, we need to start off in the morning with making our bed. Simply by creating an organized structure of waking up and making your bed very first thing can make all the difference in the world. It should only take you three, four, maybe five minutes to do, but making your bed first thing in the morning creates good habits for the day. It creates a win for the day. It gets you going on the right track. I also recommend don't check your phone first thing in the morning. Sometimes we use our alarm on our phone and we 
turn off the snooze or we get up and the first thing we do is we start scrolling through Instagram. We start scrolling through Facebook. Don't do that. In fact, I recommend going as long as you can in the morning without looking at your phone. Can you go an hour without looking at your phone? I would recommend you try it. Try going the first hour of your day without scrolling on your phone. And instead, do this. Write down one thing you're grateful for. Just one. Grab a piece of paper and write down one thing you are grateful for. Now, of course, you can write down two things. You can write down three things. I always think three is a good magic number when it comes to a gratitude journal. But simply grab a pen and paper and write down one thing you're grateful for and start your day with gratitude. Because when you start your day with gratitude, the rest of your day will start falling in a grateful way. We'll start falling in an optimistic way. As you're getting ready in the morning, sometimes, especially now during quarantine, it's easy to, you know, skip showering, but I recommend jumping in the shower, you know, clean yourself off, start the day fresh, do your hair. It sounds simple, but do your hair. Maybe you work in a job where you can just, uh, put a hat on or do whatever you want, but take a few extra minutes to do your hair. It will give you more confidence. You'll feel better about yourself. Doing your hair can mentally put you in a state of high success. Put on cologne or put on perfume. Go into the day feeling, thinking your best. These are all little tricks micro habits, daily activities that are going to help boost your confidence, that are going to help boost your own mental performance. Because when you're feeling good, you're going to start performing good. So simply putting on some good cologne, and I'm not talking about like Axe body spray or something. I mean, that can be it. But actually putting on some high quality cologne, high quality perfume, and feel good, smell good, have other people notice how good you smell, and that's going to help build your confidence. As you go throughout your day, I recommend starting off with reading at least two pages of a good book. Now, I know you guys have heard me talk about in the podcast that uh, you want to listen to more than just two pages. Well, sure, you can listen to more than just two pages or read more than two pages of a book, but start off with just two. That's a simple habit. Two pages of a book and move on with your day. If you can read three, if you can read four, if you can read five, even better. But start off with at least two pages and start growing your mind, working that mental muscle of your mind. Throughout the day, and I recommend not doing this necessarily in the morning because I I think sometimes mornings can be quiet enough, but finding a point in the day to sit in silence for just five minutes. Now, as you practice this and get better, you can use this time for meditation. If you can learn to be in a good meditated practice, but I recommend just taking five minutes out of your day and sitting in intentional silence where you're doing nothing. Don't utilize, hey, I'm going to run to the bathroom real quick and use my five minutes of silence. No, no, no. When you don't have any other activity going on, find five minutes to go by yourself, find a room, find an area where you can sit in silence, no music, no distractions, no phone, just for five minutes a day it can make all the difference for you. I recommend finding a time in the day to text a family or a friend, a family member or a friend, to let them know you're thinking of them. Let them know that you are grateful that they're in your life, that you are thinking of them and therefore you texted them. That can make someone's day when they receive a random text from somebody they love. So make their day and make your day because when you show love, you'll find that the world will give you back love. And of course, you could have a full-on conversation, call them up, but start with a text. Start with a small microhabit to call one of your dear friends or dear family members once per day and just let them know you're thinking of them. Find once per day to clean one area of your house really well. And I'm not talking about going in-depth clean, in-depth cleaning out like the pantry or cleaning out your room or cleaning out your bathroom and, and knowing that it's going to be a one, two, three hour project. No, no, no. That's not what I'm talking about. Finding one thing that you can control, that you can organize, that can take you a few minutes to clean. It can be as simple as, you know, the table I'm sitting on right now to record this podcast, dusting it and just reorganizing it. Taking maybe your underwear or sock drawer and just organizing it. Taking five to 10 minutes to organize. It doesn't have to be a full-blown cleaning, but finding something, one small area of your house to clean really well. 
or to organize really well. We're putting your mind in a state of success, in a state of winning, in a state of anti-chaos so that you can perform at your best. And this is a small trick to make that happen. Let's talk a little bit about finances. I recommend checking your bank account once a day. Now, for some of you, you might think, well, no, duh, I check my bank account eight times a day. If you're my wife, I know that's her. <laughs> but you might be someone that you don't remember the last time you logged in your bank account. But when you can log into your bank account and become aware of the money you're spending, the money that's coming in, be aware of your financial situation, simply looking at your bank account once a day can make all the difference in the world when it comes to your financial success, when it comes to your savings, when it comes to your spending habits. Simply check your bank account so you can become aware of what you are doing on a day-to-day, week-to-week, month-to-month basis. I recommend start saving $1. Find $1 in your house. I'm sure you can find it in the couch cushions or something like that. Put it in an envelope and save $1. And if you already have a savings going, still go save $1. And when you can add another dollar to that and another dollar and maybe $5 and $10, I mean, think about this. If you could even save $1 a day, At the end of the year, you'd have $365 saved up. Now, I don't wanna judge or anything, but how many of you could raise your hand right now and say that you have $365 in your savings or in an envelope that is not for anything except for a savings? That's sometimes hard to do. And we're not talking about big numbers. We're not talking about saving $1,000 or $2,000. Imagine saving just $1 a day or even $1 a week. It can sound simple, but even $1 a week would turn into $52 later down the road. Or $5 a week is $5 times whatever 52 is. It builds up over time. So start with $1. Finishing out the finances section, I recommend, and this isn't something you're gonna do daily, but I recommend getting into the habit of it, is find $10, find $10 in your bank account or in your house, or find $10 and give it to charity. Find a charity that you love, find a charity that means a lot to you and give it to charity with a grateful and full heart. Find $10 and give it to charity. Not only are you helping their organization, but you will fill your own heart, your own soul with the giving, the goodness of giving. And that can make all the difference in the world. It's just $10. Yeah, I I know it's just $10, but $10 can mean the world to an organization and the giving of that $10 will mean the world to you. Also, as you go throughout your day, be mindful of complaining. If you can work on becoming aware of complaints, even the small ones, even the ones that have become socially acceptable, in our day-to-day language, in our day-to-day work, when we're talking to someone we know and maybe it's a coworker or family member and it's the small complaints like, oh, sure is hot today or man, traffic was bad or hurt, whatever. Even the small ones, be mindful of when you complain and stop complaining. Cut your complaining in half, completely eliminated. Be mindful of not complaining and it will change your life. If you can start off every day by writing down one thing you're grateful for and then just being aware of how much you complain during the day and work on not complaining as much, you will change your entire life. So much so that everyone around you will notice and wonder what the heck's going on. And the last piece of advice I'd give when it comes to micro habits is get into a habit of jotting down your feelings just once per day. Throughout the day, we can feel anger, sadness, happiness, We can feel frustration, anxiety. We can feel success, winning. I recommend get in habit. Again, you can use your gratitude journal for this. Is to write down once per day how you are feeling and try to actually describe it so you can be in touch with your feelings. If you were feeling anxious, write down and describe why you were feeling anxious. If you were feeling frustrated, write down and describe in as much detail as you can why you are feeling, what did I say, anxious, why you're feeling frustrated, okay? And that will help change things. Now, I know there might be some guys listening that are like, I'm not gonna write down my feelings. Do it. 
Because when you can start putting words to your feelings instead of just keeping them in your mind, in your mind they start getting so jumbled up that that of course you start getting more and more frustrated, more and more anxious. If you can start writing down those feelings, you can become aware of them and learn how to utilize them for the good, how to control them, and how to live a better, more successful life. But even the good feelings, success, winning, happiness, write those down so you can be aware of those and repeat those experiences. But if they're always only jumbled up in your head and never written down on paper, they're not doing you very much good. So start once per day. And again, if you can do more, great. But start once per day writing down your feelings so that you can become aware of what you're doing and start making the changes in your life that you need to make. And that's going to go ahead and wrap up the micro habits, the daily activities that you can be doing on a daily, weekly, monthly basis, the things you can start adding to your life that can make all the difference in the world. And I keep saying that phrase purposefully, all the difference in the world, because sometimes we think that these small changes, these small things really aren't going to make a big difference in our lives. And the truth is they will. And by doing them daily and working on them consistently and adding them to your life, you'll start seeing all the difference in the world. You'll start really feeling like it makes a massive impact on your life. So focus on them. Don't focus on the whole list, but I'm sure even right now as we're wrapping up, there's a few that stood out to you, a few that you can start adding them in. Great. Even if it's one that you can start adding in on a daily basis, it will begin changing your life so that you can get the results you're looking for both physically and mentally. Now, here's my advice. My advice would be to choose at least one from each section, one from the physical section and one from the mind section. And if you can do more, great. Don't overwhelm yourself. But if you can do more, fantastic. But go ahead and focus on one in the mind, one in the physical, and start practicing them on a daily basis. Maybe for the physical, you're going to simply just start waking up and drinking 16 ounces of water right away in the morning. And for the mind, you're going to start sitting in silence for five minutes a day. Start with those two and see the difference it makes in seven days, in a year, in five years, in 10 years, because by doing them consistently, you'll be able to create massive results long-term. Oh yeah, it is time for one of my favorite parts of the podcast, and that is our Q&A section where we have questions sent in by listeners on Facebook, on Instagram. So thanks so much, everybody, for sending them in. We try in this section to do one question that has to do with fitness, nutrition, one question that has to do with personal development. So let's go ahead and jump right into the questions um, because, man, I tell you what, there's nothing better than the what's crackalacking section because ye- I-, I hope I can provide you guys with value in this section with the things you're struggling with on a daily basis or the things that you're wondering on a daily basis. So what's crackalacking? with you. Let's find out. So question number one. Oh, this is an easy one. So question number one. I, you, you, I hear you mention on the podcast uh, tracking my calories. What, what do you recommend to track my calories? Okay, e- easy question, right? So I recommend my, my favorite is my fitness pal. And now I've used my fitness pal for years. It's an app, my fitness pal. I think it's sponsored by Under Armour, but it's an app. It's got like a blue symbol. I've always used the free version and it works great. I know several of my friends that absolutely love the, uh, the paid version, but I think the free version can do exactly everything you want and everything that you'd be looking for inside of a um, inside of a tracker, right? So I use my fitness pal. And what I do is I track my breakfast, my lunch, my dinner, the snacks I'm going to do. And my real goal is to set the macros. Cause that's the key. You don't want to just go with what my fitness pal tells you. They're usually way off, but to intentionally set your macronutrients to what your goals are. So personally, like I'll go into the calories like today, I'll just give you guys a perfect example. The calories I'm eating today, I'm trying to put on some mass. I'm trying to, um, increase my metabolism. My calories I have set at 20 
2,800 calories. And I don't remember my exact numbers, but I know I'm trying to get about one gram of protein per pound of body weight. So my protein is uh, probably at about 185, 190 grams of protein. I think my fat uh, is usually set at about 25 to 30% of my total calories. So that should be around like 80 grams. And then my carbs, I'm intentionally trying to eat a lot of carbs right now, um, is set at something like 315 grams. It's whatever was left over. So then when I can input those numbers, 2,800 calories, 185 grams of protein, then those are are my targets for the day and that I can start focusing on. So I just love using my fitness pal because it allows me to enter the foods in as accurately as possible. And now you got to play around with some of the foods, make sure it's accurate. Sometimes I, I'll cross-reference something with like Google just to make sure that the numbers make sense. But um, for me, I usually eat the same foods pretty often. Um, I probably cycle a good group of a dozen to a dozen and a half foods. So I, I kind of know what I'm eating on a regular basis. Um, and I have found what works for me, but the goal is just consistency there. So using my fitness pal, is a great app, um, but there's a lot of great apps out there. Whatever works for you, whatever you can do consistently. That's always the answer. Whatever you can do consistently works, but my personal recommendation would be MyFitnessPal. Um, you could also use the old classic pen and paper, but I think MyFitnessPal would make it that much more simple because even with pen and paper, there's going to be some numbers you need to still look up. So um, if you're going to use MyFitnessPal, I recommend grabbing a, an electronic food scale so that you can actually uh, so that you can actually uh, know exactly what you're getting. So if you're going to enter in six ounces of chicken breast, I recommend weighing the raw chicken breast so that you get exactly six ounces and you can guess all day but I mean you got to remember like even if you get seven eight ounces versus four or five ounces your numbers are going to be way off so when you can uh, weigh it I only weigh things in ounces and grams um, usually my meat in ounces everything else in grams um, but like my oatmeal is the same way um, oatmeal sometimes it surprises you because 40 grams of oatmeal is supposed to be half a cup but usually if I measure out half a cup and dump it onto the scale I'm usually at like 60 70 grams it's kind of crazy how how much it adds. 40 grams of oatmeal, if I can measure that out on my electronic scale, then I know exactly what I'm getting on a day-to-day -day basis. So uh, my personal recommendation, MyFitnessPal, set the calories, set the macronutrients yourself, and then um, go ahead and uh, get an electronic food scale because that will make all the difference in the world. All right, question number two. Oh, we're, huh, we're talking about what I like today. Uh, question number two, you talk about uh, personal development books. Is there any specific books that you have loved to read? Great question. Yeah, I've got a few. Um, I think the one book I probably recommend more than any other book out there is The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. A lot of my life philosophies, I like to focus on this because you'll hear me mention consistently consistency a lot. And that's the whole concept of the compound effect that it's small. Actually, it's kind of what we talked about today was micro habits. It's small, seemingly inconsequential actions done consistently over time will multiply into great results, okay? And so the compound effect, there's no magic pill, there's no magic, it's it just consistency over time, these small, seemingly inconsequential changes will really compound into massive things. Um, and then there's there, there's lots of great books out there, um, but if we're going for simplicity and one book that you could go online, uh, order, and read right away, it would be The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. Yeah, you're gonna struggle to find a better one than that because it really helps. Uh, it helps, if you're on this podcast, you're looking to better your life, that's what The Compound Effect is all about. It will teach you the basics to better your life and and to create the habits you need to make for that better life. And that's all I have for you guys. Thanks so much for listening to another week of the Life Well Lived podcast. I am your host, Kyle Kirby. If we haven't connected yet on Instagram or Facebook, I'd love to connect with you there. My Instagram is at Kyle Kerbs, and uh, it's also in the show notes. So if you open up the show notes on the page, you can uh, connect with me on Facebook and Instagram there. But um, I had a great time talking about uh, micro habits with you guys today. I had a great time telling you a little bit about what's going on in my life with my uh, baby niece, Scarlett, and the move we're having going on right now. And uh, thanks for letting me um, share with you you guys some of my uh, tips for uh, tracking and, and reading during the Q&A section. So with that, I hope you guys all have an amazing week and we'll see you next week for the Life Well Live podcast. I love you. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe. Please share with a friend and we will talk to you later. Peace out.